Hey listeners, rarely do I get to read an ad for a company that I've seen grow since inception. I'm so excited to tell you about Bev. Bev is breaking norms and changing drinking culture to empower women. 80% of adult beverage companies are still male owned and operated, while 60 to 70% of the consumer is female. Bev is trying to change that. Bev has three canned wines that are crisp, dry, and a little fizzy. The fact that the wine is in cans makes it so easy to transport and take wherever you are. Get yours by going to drinkbev.com and use the promo code Jenny to get 15% off your order. Check it out. I promise it's really worth it. And you're supporting someone I love. Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. Today's leading lady is one of the most acclaimed and decorated actors in Bollywood history. Known to audiences as the Tragedy Queen, she's been described by critics as a historically incomparable actress. Though her own life often mirrored the tragedies she played out on screen, she managed to make more than 90 films in her short lifetime, leaving an indelible mark on Indian film. Please welcome Meena Kumari. Maja Bean Bano was born on August 1, 1933, in Bombay, India, to father Ali Buks, a Sunni Muslim from a province in what's now Pakistan, and mother Iqbal Begum, a Bengali Christian convert to Islam. Both of her parents were struggling actors in Bollywood. Ali played harmonium, worked as a music teacher, and composed music for films to help the family get by. Maja Bean's acting career began at just six years old when she landed a role in the 1938 Vijay Bhatt film, Leatherface. Though she later said that she had no interest in acting, Maja Bean noted that she was proud of being the breadwinner for her family at such a young age and was content to continue working at her father's behest. From 1939 to 1942, she acted in seven films. It was on the set of one of these films in 1940 that she took the name Baby Mina. When Mina was just 14 years old, she started her first adult role as the heroine in the film Bachchon Kakel, which featured a number of major Bollywood stars of the era. She received significant critical and popular praise for her breakout performance. It was around this time that she started going by the name Mina Kumari. Mina worked on a series of box office hits from 1946 to 1952 including a number of big films in the mythology and fantasy genre. While on the set of the film Tamasha in 1951, legendary Bollywood actor Ashok Kumar introduced Meena to director and screenwriter Kamal Amrohi. Amrohi subsequently offered Meena the starring role in his next film, and she accepted, but it was not to be. Just a couple of weeks after signing on to the new movie, Meena was in a serious car crash while on her way back to Bombay, and ended up spending four months recovering in the hospital. Amrohi began visiting Mina at the hospital nearly every day, and when he couldn't come in person, they would communicate through letters. Amrohi and Mina, who was only 19 at the time, fell in love, and after Mina was released from the hospital, the two decided to get married. There were just a couple problems. Amrohi already had a wife and children, and Mina knew her father wouldn't approve of their union. The two ended up marrying in secret, but after only a few months, the media found out and broke the news. Mina's father demanded an immediate divorce, as expected, 
but Mina, who was still living in her parents' home at the time, refused. That same year, Mina officially became one of the most famous and in-demand actors in Bollywood after starring in the film Baiju Bara. This was the first film that really allowed Mina to show her star power and significantly increased her value at the box office. Mina received her first Filmfare Award for her work on the film, the Bollywood equivalent of an Oscar. The following year, Amrohi asked Mina to star in his next film, but Mina's father wouldn't let her work with the man who was technically her husband. Instead, Mina's father told her to take a role in a different film, but she only lasted five days on set before instigating a fight with the director and leaving. The following day, she told her father that she was heading to Bombay to star in Amrohi's film instead. Her father told her that if she left, she would no longer be welcome to live in his home. He kept to his word, refusing to open the door for Mina when she returned from shooting. With little choice, Mina moved into Amrohi's house in Bombay. According to Vinod Mehta's biography of Mina, Amrohi became a very oppressive and even abusive husband once the two began living officially as a married couple. He imposed strict rules on who Mina was allowed to have in her dressing room on set, regularly sent his personal assistant to spy on her, and set a nightly curfew for her, and was constantly upset at being upstaged by her greater stardom. There have also been accusations of physical abuse. At the same time, Mina was funding her husband's ever more lavish productions out of pocket, and she was trying to convince him to have a child with her, which he refused. Suffice it to say, the marriage was extremely rocky. In the late 1950s and early 1960s, Mina began starring in films that more closely mirrored her own life. She was particularly drawn to dramas that featured women leads exhibiting great strength in the face of tragedy. As a result, she became known as the tragedy queen of Indian cinema. The films during this period showed off Mina's incredible range and brought her significant critical acclaim. In 1963, Mina made history when she was nominated for an award in all three of the Best Actress categories at the Filmfare Awards. On March 5, 1964, while on the set of a new film, Mina was slapped across the face by her husband's personal assistant after Mina invited a famous male lyricist into her makeup room. Enraged at this latest indignity forced upon her by her husband, Mina told Amrohi that she wouldn't be returning to his house ever again the two remained separated for the rest of their lives. Following the separation, Mina suffered from severe depression and began drinking heavily. Though she continued acting in major productions and received significant acclaim for her work throughout the 1960s, her drinking worsened considerably over time. In 1968, Mina was diagnosed with cirrhosis of the liver and subsequently traveled to London and then Switzerland for advanced treatment. After returning to India in late 1968, she resumed work, contrary to her doctor's orders. By 1972, Mina's health was deteriorating rapidly, but she was determined to finish one last film, a movie she and her estranged husband started all the way back in 1954, called Pakiza. The movie premiered February 3, 1972, and became the most famous and most highly acclaimed film of Mina's career. Just three weeks after the release, Mina was admitted to a nursing home. She died on March 31, 1972. She was just 38 years old. For her epitaph, Mina requested the following lines. 
She ended life with a broken fiddle, with a broken song, with a broken heart, but not a single regret. Tune in tomorrow for the story of another leading lady. Special thanks to my favorite sister and co-creator, Liz Kaplan. Talk to you tomorrow. I want to tell you about another show I think you might like. The American Girls podcast reviews the series you loved book by book. Join Allison Horrocks and Mary Mahoney as they explore the wild world of American Girl fandom. In each episode, Allison and Mary dive into an American Girl book from their and perhaps your childhood, using their knowledge as professional historians and finely tuned instincts as amateur pop culture critics. They'll take you back to a very different time, the late 1980s and 1990s. If the question, are you a Samantha, makes you think of an 18-inch doll with a faux velour hat, this show is for you. Hosted by two Mollies, but made for everyone. Check out the American Girls podcast wherever you listen.